Hey, baseball fans, welcome to the Wenatchee Apple Sox podcast with your host, the voice of the Apple Sox, Joel Norman. The series opener goes to the Apple Sox as they defeat the Van Delks by an 11-6 score on Tuesday night at Paul Thomas Senior Stadium. The Apple Sox taking the series opener by the five-run advantage with an 11-6 win as the Apple Sox snapped their three-game losing streak. They had previously not lost three consecutive games at any point in the 2023 season, but were in that spot after losing all three games over this past weekend against the Victoria Harbor Cats at Royal Athletic Park. But Wenatchee bounces back in dramatic fashion, earning a huge victory to defeat the Elks, and it was really done in by a big eight-run inning in the bottom of the fifth inning as the Apple Sox got off to a good start. Felix Schlade was sharp early, striking out the side of the first inning and giving the Apple Sox some early momentum. The 3-2 on the outside edge, and that's in there for called strike three. One down to open up this ball game. Schlade trying to go for back-to-back strikeouts to open up this game. The big right-handers, 2-2 offering is swung on a miss for strike three, 79 miles per hour, but the big bender gets him, and Hoskins strikes out two up and two strikeouts so far for the Bendelks. The 2-2 is on the inside edge for strike three. Felix Schlade strikes out three hitters in the top of the first inning and strands a two-out walk at second base. He would pick up another strikeout of the second and punch out four in the game but Schlade would give up a home run in the fourth inning to get knocked out of the ballgame after that. But before that, the Apple Sox got a home run for a third consecutive day as Carson Owen went deep with one out in the third inning. Swinging a ball, clubbed down to right field. Carson Owen turning and watching. Launches this one for a home run. A solo shot with one down here in the bottom of the third inning. And he puts the Apple Sox on the board. His brother hit his first home run of the season yesterday, and now Carson gets his first of the summer to give the Apple Sox a 1-0 lead. His first of the season made it 1-0, but as I mentioned, the quick response by Bend. In fact, they would send 11 men to the plate in that fourth inning, scoring five runs and taking a 5-1 lead before adding another run in the fifth inning. But what actually responded in dramatic fashion in the bottom of the fifth inning, 12 men to the plate, including a really busy stretch where they had a total of five consecutive hitters reach base with base hits, four of them picking up RBIs on the play. The one-two is hit to the opposite way in the left field, an RBI single. It eats up the left fielder, Sukata, but he'll recover and fire a strike towards second to keep Carney at first base. But Frankie Carney with a good two-strike approach it's an RBI single the opposite way to drive in strong. Putnam attacks the first pitch and dumps it into right center field. Around third, Carney is chugging. The throw goes to third. Carney will score. Lopez is safe at third. And the Apple Sox have tied this game right back up. Nick Putnam with an RBI single. The third consecutive single here in the fifth inning for Wenatchee. And we are right back where we started. A 6-6 to game. Swung on and hit to the right side, off of the glove of the first baseman Thompson, ricochets to the second baseman Peterson, who throws it away, and it goes out of play. Two runs will score for the Apple Sox. What chaos here at Paul Thomas Senior Stadium in the bottom of the fifth inning. 
the 0-2. Swung on and hit in the right field past the diving attempt of Peterson. The chaotic inning continues as MJ Sweeney singles in Reed Boyd. And the Apple Sox tack on another run here in this inning. So that eight-run inning for Wodanchi tied their most runs in an inning this season. And from there on out, they pretty much rode Jaden Williamson. The next four innings, a scoreless ball. He was brilliant in relief, wrapping it up for the Apple Sox with eight strikeouts in that time and was phenomenal to help Wodanchi earn the series opening victory. Williamson ready with the payoff pitch to Thompson. The big righty delivers, and that's in there for called strike three. Kirk Frattis' strike three ring-up call so dramatic he lost his mask on the play, ringing up Bennett Thompson. Williamson rocks and deals. A pitch that is swung on a miss for strike three. 94 miles per hour for the second out of the sixth inning. Williamson delivers called strike three on the outside edge. Luca DePaulo rung up for the final out of the seventh inning as Williamson allows a couple of men to reach but strands them on the base paths. And this pitch is in there for called strike three. Nelson thought he was headed to first for a third time. Instead, he is rung up in a 71-mile-per-hour offering on the outside edge. Williamson looks for the strikeout. And it's swung on a miss for strike three. On your feet. Looking in, the 2-2, Sukata takes off, and that's in there for called strike three. Eighth strikeout of the ball game for Jaden Williamson. And the Apple Sox secure an 11-6 victory against the Ben Delks. Four shutout innings, two hits, two walks, and eight strikeouts for Williamson as he picks up the save in this game for the Apple Sox to help them earn an 11-6 victory against the Ben Delks. And big players at the plate for Wadanchi. Frankie Cardi going two for five, scored a run. He became the 30th player at Apple Sox history to score 30 or more runs in a single season after they had four players do it in 2022. Carson Owen went two for three. MJ Sweeney went two for four. Nick Putnam was also two for three. So four different players with multi-hit games at the Apple Sox series opening victory against the Ben Delks. We're joined now by the Apple Sox pitching coach, Mike Gallia, in this one after Wadanchi's five-run victory. And, Mike, a lot to like from tonight. The bats got going. Eight runs over the weekend in Victoria, eight runs in the bottom of the fifth inning. Patience and maybe a few defensive miscues really seemed to help out that inning. Yeah, you know, for sure that's awesome to see, especially, uh, you know, from an offensive standpoint, just to kind of break out of whatever we were in these last couple of days. So uh, just compounding quality at bats was really good for us moving forward and kind of just gave us momentum in the ballgame. That inning in general, I mean, you guys could have you could have really shut down after giving up five runs at the top of the fourth inning, but you didn't. What was the message in the clubhouse in the midst of that stretch where you were losing 6-1 to one heading into the bottom of the fifth? Yeah, that just says a lot about our team right there. You know, I didn't feel like the uh, the attitude in our dugout was really that we were out of that ball game. You know, I thought our ABs from the very start of the game were, you know, were that we were going to get on these guys and we were going to get into the bullpen and we were going to put some runs up. So I think we just kind of stuck with it, you know. Um, you know, our pitching has done a great job of picking up our offense at times this season, and, you know, our offense has picked up our pitching too. So it's fun to see that both sides can, um, you know, come together and pick each other up. Um, on each any given day what stood out for you the most during that 
fifth inning, watching your guys go to work on the plate. What was the thing they were doing that was really helping them have success? You know, I think it was, uh, I, you know, I can't remember how we started that inning, but we, we scored a run and we were down to 6-2 uh, to two at one point, and I just saw, you know, the energy that our dugout had, and, I, you know, I just thought, man, this is this is cool that we're still chasing four runs, and it feels like we're ahead by five right now. So uh, just having that kind of energy in the dugout when, we're, you know, we're still, you know, we tell our guys not to ride the roller coaster, you know, stay, stay even keeled the whole game. So uh, just kind of having that energy and, you know, providing providing a good atmosphere for our guys really stood out to me. You guys have had a third straight game with a home run in it. Feels like the long ball really since that road trip in the Nymo has been coming a lot more easily. Uh, the wind certainly helped a little bit on that home run, but it didn't really need much. I thought that ball, Carson Owen, was pretty much gone off of that, and I think he knew it too. Yeah, Carson Owen's been working hard. You know, he's been getting hot the last couple weeks, and, uh, you know, he earned that, and he deserved that one right there. So, um, you know, when you, you compound great days at the plate and you're working hard and, and batting practice and things like that, good things happen. With this win, you guys guarantee a win of the season series against Bend. You've seen them four times. Several of the games have been really tight at different times. This is a good team. And what does that mean to have taken all four against them so far? Yeah, Ben's a great team. Obviously, we, we probably have completely different rosters right now than when we saw in week one of the season. But uh, winning the season series against teams is huge for us, you know. Um, Ben's a really good team. Tip my cap to those guys. Those guys, uh, you know, they put out good baseball, and uh, you know, every time we see them. So just getting a series like that, you know, we preach getting that first win of the series on night or on day one, and uh, if we continue to do that, that, good things happen. Sure puts you in the driver's seat and makes things easier those next couple of days. Mike, we appreciate the time. Go enjoy this win. Thank you. That's Mike Callie, Apple Sox pitching coach, joining us after what Anchi's 11-6 victory against Ben. Wenatchee Apple Sox Baseball is affordable family fun. Come out to the ballpark and celebrate their 23rd season and experience some of the best collegiate baseball in the country. The Apple Sox take on their longtime West Coast League foes, the Bend Elves, this Monday through Wednesday at Paul Thomas Senior Stadium. The postseason push is heating up, and the Sox need you there to cheer them on. First pitch all three nights is at 6.35 p.m. Buy your tickets at the gate or online at applesox.com. Wenatchee Apple Sox Baseball, celebrating summer one inning at a time. I'm Joel Norman, and we're joined now by Apple Sox right-handed reliever. This one, Joseph Rajo, who picked up his first win of the season, going an inning and a third, just gave up one unearned run on one hit, two walks, and three strikeouts. And, Joseph, you know, let's put it simple. You were put into a tough spot. Runners at first and then second in the fourth inning. A lot of damage already that inning. You come in, and you're able to help eventually get the team out of that one. That's not a fun spot to come into as a reliever. How do you mentally get yourself ready for a situation like that because I imagine that's the situation you're you're jogging in you're probably going all right there, you know there's a little bit of work to be done right now I mean as a reliever I feel like we kind of dream about those moments getting put in like a situation like that my my mentality was just to keep my team in it throw strikes and attack and it worked out and we I got out of it got that strikeout to retire the side keep the bases loaded one run had already come in there but then you came back out of the sixth inning, and or maybe part of the fifth inning, and you were able to get another a couple of strikeouts in there as well. How good did that feel? Really having a much, you felt like more smoother one that inning because there was the error in there, but you were able to pitch around that and get out of the inning. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I just we were down, just wanted to keep it, keep the my team in it, and just kind of just attacking the zone. Felt good to get those Ks, then work through the error. I knew I, I knew our bats were going to get hot. I just had to keep us in the game. It feels like that's kind of been the case a lot this season, where if there's a night where you guys just aren't absolutely dominating on the mound, 
You just have to keep pace with your opponent because eventually the bats will take over. They've been hot and cold at times, and obviously they heated up in that bottom of the fifth inning. How good did that? Be, how, how fun was that for you to watch? Where you you see the game completely flip after how it started going into the fourth inning without ended by the end of the fifth inning. Yeah, it was it was awesome to watch. Then I think Ryan came up to me. and was like, not trying to jinx anything, but you get the win if we. Uh, <laughs> If we uh, pull this off, and I was like, I didn't even realize that. I was yeah. like, oh, wow, yeah, I do get the win. So it was it was very exciting to see how we just turned around in one inning, half an inning. So, yeah. First win of the summer for you, too. How much fun are you having with this team? Because you did not pitch this past spring. Uh, it's got to be a lot of fun getting back into action and, you know, being a big part of this team right now. 100%, yeah. Yeah, not pitching for a whole spring was tough and just – Grateful for Mitch for giving me the opportunity to pitch, and I've been loving it ever since. Just can't, just want to keep playing every day. Let's talk about the stash because we were mentioning that a little bit beforehand here. You had said uh, recently to me, oh, you know, I might have to get rid of this if uh, I have a tough outing. I imagine it's staying now after getting the first one of the summer. 100%. Yeah, it's staying. We'll see if it stays for the whole summer. If I keep pitching the way I'm doing, it'll, it'll, it'll stay for the whole summer, but. Yeah, it's it's here to stay, 100%. How did it come about? Because you came here to start the season, didn't have the stash, you left for a little bit, you come back, you got a stash. A yep. different-looking guy. I, you know, I swear a few teammates didn't recognize you. 100%. But, I don't uh, think Mitch recognized me. I don't think so. <laughs> oh, we got a new guy. I said, no, no, Rahul's been here. But tell us about that. How did that come about, the decision to change it up? So, he, yeah, I went on vacation, just kind of wanted something different. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to grow the stash out, see how that looks. Well, to give it a try, so... There's a little bit of an intimidation factor yeah. on the mound a little bit. You've got a different little flair to it and everything yeah. as well. Yeah, I was tired of looking like I was 15 years old, so had a, had a, yeah. Moved up, I'd say, what are we thinking, like 22, 23 yeah. now? We moved up to scale. So. <laughs> well, very good stuff. Well, Joseph, great work here tonight. But fun watching you pitch. It's been feels like your confidence is growing with every outing. Looking forward to the next time we see you on the mound. Thanks for the time. Thank you. That's Joseph Rahu joining us after the Apple Sox earn the 11-6 victory against the Bendelks. We're going to be joined now in a moment here by M.J. Sweeney, who also had himself a really solid game. M.J. picking up two hits in the game, including an RBI single in the fifth inning. But really before that, he started off the fifth inning by putting down a bunt and I think kind of caught a lot of people off guard with that one. Um, M.J., let's talk about that. You put down a bunt to open up the fifth inning. You step up there, and it just came out of nowhere. Was that your decision? Was that the dugout decision, a sign you were flashed? Because you totally caught the defense sleeping there. Yeah, no, um, I was, you know, my first at-bat didn't really put together a good at-bat and um, just wanted to um, get something going for the team because at that point we were down, I think, 5-1. And um, I took, I think, my first swing or, I don't know, it was strike one, and uh, I took a peek over to Coach Mitch to see if he's giving me any signs and, and I noticed the third baseman, he was almost back to the outfield grass. And I was like, all right, well, new pitcher here. Um, maybe we'll get things started, lay one down. And uh, I got it off the end of the bat, like right down the line. I was like, yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, it worked out really well. That was a very well-placed bunt. I mean, all you guys work on your bunting and practicing. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know if you've put a bunt down yet this season. Uh, I mean, was that the first time that you can remember? Yeah, I mean, I've tried. I think I tried to put one down um, – a couple weeks ago, but it was foul. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not afraid to bunt. If they're going to play me back, I mean, I'll take a free hit any time of the week. Or if they're playing the shift, I mean, yeah, <laughs> I'll take it. How did that feel coming up later in the inning with the frame still going, still just a one out, 
and this time you had a chance to drive and a run. Yeah, no, I, was, I wasn't trying to do too much there. Um, just trying to stay within myself and uh, keep the inning going and uh, keep the line moving. That's really all I was trying to do there. And that's kind of what it was for a while. Your hit there was the fifth consecutive single. Everyone was just stepping up and hitting the ball hard. Yeah, it was it was awesome. I mean, you can see all the guys coming together on our team and stuff, and we're all hyped up together. I mean, it was just such a cool atmosphere in the dugout, how it changed from – we were down, I think, five to one, and what was the score after that inning? Maybe like well, six to one going into the bottom of the fifth. Six to one, yeah, and then what was it like nine to six after that? Yeah, that was that was pretty awesome. It was pretty special. How did that rally get going? How did someone say something? What was the message? Because it would have been understandable, unfortunate, but it would have been understandable if that five run top of the fourth had buried you guys. But again, you guys kind of show this team has different expectations. Yeah, I know. Um, you know, like we all have trusting each other and stuff and uh even when we're down sometimes by five or six runs like we know we're really not even out of this game and we know we can come back and um if we work together we can just keep fighting and um get the job done how's your confidence growing as a hitter because this was your first multi-hit game in league play of the season had to feel good to spring you know Again, one of them being a bunt, but still, a hit is a hit. It had to feel good to string together some good at-bats that worked in your favor. For sure, yeah. I mean, coming off an 0-for series, I think it was 0-for-5 in the last uh, Victoria series, I was just, just trying to get something going for myself and for the team. And, um, you know, it just felt really good. Um, and hopefully I can continue that uh, streak down the road. Oh, awesome, MJ. Great night for you. Thanks for joining us. Let's go get a series victory tomorrow. Thank you. All right, thank you so much. Really appreciate it. Before the Apple Sox had a chance to take on the Bend Elks, I spoke with outfielder Josh Williams. Give a listen. I'm Joel Norman, and we're joined now by Apple Sox outfielder Josh Williams, who had himself a great road trip, 11 runs driven in over those six games. But for you guys, Josh, a tough ending to the trip with the series with Victoria. A lot of close games in there. You guys just couldn't quite get them. Does that kind of fuel the fire for you guys heading back home here with a new opportunity taking on Ben tonight? Yeah, 100%. I mean, we just, I mean, we're all just ready to go out and compete today. I mean, after dropping three against Victoria, um, I mean, it's just going to be a good day to come out and compete and hopefully end the day one and out. It's a long road trip too. I think there's no uh, confusing that. The road trips are fun. They bring the group together, but probably by day six, it's a little bit tougher. How nice is it to wake up at least in a little bit more familiar place right now now in Wenatchee? Yeah, it was great. I mean, especially not having to share, share a bed with anyone and just having a good night's rest. But yeah, it's good to be back. It's going to be two weeks of home games coming up here for this team. It's a lot of home stretch. How do you guys try to break up maybe that stagnant feeling that could kind of come about at some point? If, you know, another day, who are we playing? Doesn't you know? How do you break that up over the course of these next two weeks? Um, I feel like just taking every day, day by day, is definitely the best thing to like break it up in terms of just like getting stagnant and stuff. Because you, you, if you go every day thinking, all right, let's just win today, and then either you win or you lose, regardless. If you just go out saying that you competed I mean that's all that really matters for you as we mentioned 11 runs driven in on this past road trip a lot of that thanks to the long ball of course the three home runs it was something that was being talked about you know you had six last summer we knew it was going to come at some point and boy you got hot on that trip to Nanaimo what was clicking for you over the course of that series especially um I think the main thing that was just clicking was just uh, keeping myself more relaxed. I felt like I was just trying too hard in the box. Uh, my intensity level was just going up and it just caused my swing to become more stiff. And so I just felt myself a, little, a lot more relaxed in that series. 
you feel any anything made more relaxed about batting third more regularly now? There was a stretch where you were hitting leadoff for a while. You moved to third, kind of back to leadoff. But last week or so, you've been the regular number three hitter. Are you feeling more comfortable in that spot, you think? Um, I mean, yeah, I guess. Uh, I mean, I think I said this on another interview, but, I mean, where you hit in the lineup is kind of based off of what your job for the day is. I mean, hitting leadoff, you're just going to see pitches and stuff. And especially if you're leading off a whole game, you want to be able to see as many pitches as you can for the rest of the lineup. Uh, but hitting three. You're definitely trying to do more, a little more damage and stuff like that. But yeah. Let's talk about your grand slam again from this past Thursday. First of the season by any Apple Sox hitter. Uh, that's a situation you were having a tough day before that. But, you, you know, it's you clearly put all of that behind you as you came up to the plate and hit that one over the, the tall wall out in right field. Not an easy task to do at Soroxman Stadium, but you got it done. Take me through that. How do you reset at the plate late in the game, regardless of whether you've had a great day or a tough day to that point? Um, I mean... Obviously, I was 0 for 4 with four strikeouts right before, but I mean, I was just trying to take it one at bat at a time and not really, I didn't want to bring any other previous at bats into that bat that I was in. So that's the one thing that I kind of was thinking about doing. And also in that bat, in that at bat in particular, I was just trying to be more relaxed at the plate. You felt that led to an easy swing there. You just yeah. crushed it over the wall, right? Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about that on Friday. You almost had another home run. That would have been four for you in three days when you had that opportunity on a ball that was hit out to right field. I don't know if it was the wind that held up. It was a little breezier the next night, I felt like. But, boy, you were inches away on that one. Did you think off the bat that ball was going to go about as far as it did, or do you think it might have gone farther? Um, I didn't think it was going to get all the way to the track or even close to the wall. I felt like I got a little jammed, but just kept carrying and carrying. I see the right fielder getting closer and closer to the wall. I'm like, oh, this, this might get out. But, I mean, still scored a run. But, yeah, it was a good swing. Great series for you guys offensively against Nanaimo with the 35 runs, only eight runs in the three-game series against Victoria. As a collective group, what do you have to do better this week against Ben? Um, I feel like we need to just not let our opposing pitchers get into a groove. I felt like there were times throughout the series where we would just go three up, three down, or like four up and three down, whatever, and just let the pitcher – control the at-bats and control how we were taking our at-bats. Uh, yeah. Awesome. Well, Josh, we appreciate the time. Best of luck here tonight. Let's see a home run at home. What do you say? Yeah, that'd be cool. <laughs> <laughs> That's Josh Williams, Apple Sox outfielder, joining us. Want your kid to be part of an Apple Sox game? Consider signing them up to be an Apple Sox bat kid. The Apple Sox are always looking for kids to help grab bats at home plate and supply umpires with baseballs during home games. If your child is at least 10 years old, has a good understanding of the game of baseball, and is available for at least one complete series, then sign them up today. Select a remaining three-game home series on the AppleSox schedule and email the dates to info at applesox.com to register your kid to be an AppleSox bad kid in 2023. Great start to the series for Wenatchee and really done thanks to that big eight-run fifth inning for the Sox, as they did surrender five runs at the top of the fourth, trailed 6-1 to one going into the bottom of the fifth inning, but were able to rally to score the eight runs and take the lead for good from there. Let's run through some of the numbers of this one. The Apple Sox defeating the Ben Dunks in the series opener. Ben scored six runs on eight hits, committed three errors, and stranded 14 men on the base paths. For Wenatchee, 11 runs on 11 hits, two errors, and eight men left on base in the series opener. The victory goes to Joseph Rajo. You heard him talk about that a little bit ago on his interview, saying that he didn't realize he was in line for the victory in the midst of that beginning for the Sox, but picks up his first win and only decision of the summer so far. The loss, meanwhile, goes to Jackson Bolander, who falls to 0-1 on 
on the summer. Jaden Williamson picks up the second save of the year, going the final four innings, not allowing any runs on two hits, two walks, and eight strikeouts in the game. What a great effort out of the bullpen once again. It's just become the new norm to see Williamson come in like a fireman and just you know solve the situation and do whatever he has to do to help the Apple Sox get a win. It's so dangerous for opposing lineups to face a team like this. You have a, a bullpen for the Apple Sox that on any given night could either throw Evan Canfield or Jaden Williamson at you out of the bullpen. Now, these two dynamite arms are going to get some big innings down the stretch as the Apple Sox head in toward the postseason push. And starting to see it already here. Williamson going the final four innings tonight. Got to imagine Canfield would be ready to go uh, tomorrow or even potentially on Thursday, and I would sure bet he would likely get an outing in one of those games. 794 fans on hand for the series opener at the time of the game, three hours and 20 minutes. The only other game in the West Coast League going on on this Monday night was between the Bend Elks and the Cowlitz Black Bears. Ed Cowlitz earned a 4-1 victory against uh, the Bellingham Bells in that game. Bellingham dropping the series opener at Cowlitz. And now the Bells have lost two in a row, and it's been such a strange start for the second half for them. And the Bellingham Bells had started out that they won the first half, obviously with a 20-7 and record. So far here in the second half, they are 3-7. and And remember, they've lost two in a row right now. Before that, they had won three in a row. Prior to that, they had lost five in a row. So it's been a little inconsistent play as of late for the Bellingham Bells. But looking to see if they can rectify things when they take on Camlets on Tuesday night at 6.35 in the second game of that three-game set. Sure, the Apple Sox and a couple other teams wouldn't mind them falling behind, but really what Bellingham does in the second half doesn't exactly mean a whole lot given that they have already won the first half of the summer. So the Apple Sox will try to earn a series victory on Tuesday night. It's a $2 off Tuesday at Paul Thomas Senior Stadium. Don't forget that you can get in for as low as $5 to the game, and you can get your tickets now at Apple Sox. Com. A fun night of baseball coming up. Hot dogs, burgers, and Coors Light also $2 off. And what actually goes for the series victory in the try and take down the Bend Elks. Our coverage will begin at 6.10 p.m. with the Apple Sox pregame show presented by Kennedy Real Estate Group on the Apple Sox radio network. Thanks for tuning in to the Wenatchee Apple Sox podcast. If you enjoyed it and don't already, please subscribe to get updates on our newest episodes. Make sure to like the Apple Sox on Facebook and follow at Apple Sox on Twitter or Instagram. Wenatchee Apple Sox Baseball, celebrating summer one inning at a time.